Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Sexy freaking Fit babes, emphasis on the fit because today we are talking about all things fitness as it relates to sculpting and toning that fit babe body. Okay, let's get to the chase, guys. I really wanted to do an entire episode dedicated to fitness classes because I get a lot of questions about not just reviews, but really how they go into your entire plan, the entirety of your game plan towards fat loss and your aesthetic goals. So today's episode, I'm actually going to be reviewing four popular fitness classes, and I wanted to break it down into two episodes. So there is going to be another episode coming out that talks about other fitness classes that are a little bit different than the ones that I'm talking about today. But today's episode, I actually wanted to talk about some more high intensity, more intense small group training environments that many of my clients do, but plot twist, they do it before even meeting me and working with TSN and they're not seeing results. And in fact, I feel like the most common theme with the classes I'm going to be talking about is so many women can do these classes, but still not get the results that they want. So with this episode, I don't want to give you a full review of the class. Like if you guys want to take these classes or you have done them, take a class, you're going to get the most immersive environment. And I'm not here to hate on anything. In fact, I love small group training. I love fitness classes, but they do come with strengths. And of course they come with limitations. That being said, something super, super critically important when it comes to this episode is understanding that fitness is great. Fitness is such an integral part of up-leveling your weight loss journey, understanding how to move your body. And it's not just great for your health, but it's really awesome for your physique goals in a variety of ways. That being said, fitness can't be the foundation of your fat loss goals. In fact, diet has to come first, which is why I always say food first, exercise second. So although we're talking about fitness today, I completely understand some of you babes might have to take a step back from all of the workouts and fitness routines and everything that you're doing and actually pay more attention to food before we switch anything up with your fitness routine, because food and calories and the balance of your plate and portions, that is what drives weight loss. Exercise is here to support your diet, support your fat loss goals, support your entire plan. But if it's the foundation and you're not getting your diet right first, and of course you're not hitting those weekly averages, none of this episode is going to help you out. So the four classes I wanted to review on today's episode and give you guys some perspective on are interval, cardiovascular based, but also do have a component of strength training. I would consider these four classes some of the really big, very popular classes across the nation, across the globe, depending on where you live. And they are definitely more intense compared to some of the other classes I do plan to review in a future episode. These are really big players in terms of calorie burn and intensity. So the four classes I'm going to be talking about today are Orange Theory, or also known as OTF, Barry's Bootcamp, also known as berries, F45, and CrossFit. Okay, starting from the top, I wanted to give you guys, if you're brand new to TSN, maybe brand new to the fitness community, you've never done any of these classes, once again, not going to give a full review on what these classes specifically do, depending on the day, depending on the time of year. I know these classes change depending on, you know, what's going on, but wanted to give you just a summary before I give you kind of my thoughts and perspective on all of these classes and individually kind of what I think. So Orange Theory Fitness always has a special place in my heart. In fact, when I was doing my master's degree in nutrition, 
nutrition at Boston University. I got a part-time job at Orange Theory Fitness. I actually was working the front desk. I've never been a personal trainer, but it was something that like super interested me because I didn't know too much about training at that time. I knew a lot about nutrition not so much about fitness, but I totally loved working out. So it was just such a perfect fit. Anyway, while I was doing my master's, I was literally crazy guys. I was doing my coursework and then on the weekends and, you know, spare time doing OTF. And then when I was doing my dietetic internship, which is literally a full-time job, I ended up every weekend, Saturday and Sunday, pretty much working at Orange Theory, which was so crazy, basically working seven days a week. But for that reason, I have such a special place in my heart because till this day, some of my closest friends are actually from my experience working there. That being said, Orange Theory is more of a high-intensity cardio-based fitness class. They do incorporate weights. They have a few different areas to their gym. There's treadmills, rowers, and the weight room on the floor that's used where they use body weight resistance and also actual weights. Um, but I would say it's definitely more of a hit style class where they're incorporating heart rate zones and they do focus on calorie burn, of course. So Barry's bootcamp is very similar to Orange Theory. It is more a hit style, of course, bootcamp style. Compared to Orange Theory, they don't have rowers. They actually just have treadmills and then they have a floor section very similar to Orange Theory. However, their classes target specific muscles and areas on their floor. And actually from some of my clients who are based in certain more popular cities like New York and Chicago, I know Barry's also does do classes now that are way more strength focused and don't incorporate as much cardio on the treadmill. It of course depends on where you live, but Barry's is a little bit different structure than Orange Theory, although both of them do include an interval training component. Okay, the next class we're going to talk about is F45. F45, hence you see and hear 45. It is a 45-minute class. It is shorter, and the classes are structured a little bit differently. There are different stations within each class, and basically within all these stations, there are different exercises for different durations of time depending on the class. And I will say with F45 compared to Barry's and Orange Theory that these classes are a little bit more strength-focused, and they use a lot of resistance in these classes. Of course, there are cardio components to the class, but they don't have outside equipment like a treadmill and a rower for that cardio. So it is a little bit different with how you're getting your heart rate up in these classes. Okay, and lastly is CrossFit, which I will say CrossFit is one of the most different workouts from the ones I'm describing and uses the most resistance and traditional lifting styles within their workouts that are a little bit more intense, put it that way. So CrossFit is definitely interval training still. It definitely gets your heart rate up. However, they incorporate Olympic weightlifting, powerlifting, a little bit of like gymnastics and what we would call plyometrics where you're jumping in a certain way and they're using agility in some respects. Um, and then they also do incorporate cardio in a variety of ways. I mean, you go to a CrossFit studio, sometimes you see everyone running outside, especially if the weather is warm. So compared to these other workouts, of course, you always start with where you're at, but I would say the progression of how much weight you're lifting is definitely higher and more intense in a CrossFit workout typically um, with the type of people and the type of environment you're attracting to that gym culture compared to some of these other workouts where they not, might not be using some of the more intense traditional equipment in a gym like a squat rack. 
So now that you babes kind of have an idea of each of these different workouts, I mean, I have stories from clients who have done these workouts, haven't seen results, have seen results. I've kind of seen it all. I mean, my clients do so many different types of workouts. And actually one of my favorite, favorite stories way back in the day is one of my first clients, like right when I became a dietitian, before I ever started TSM Ladies, I would get all these people from Orange Theory. They were doing the workouts. They were sometimes working out five or six days week, but they were not seeing any progress on the scale and they wanted to lose maybe 10, 20, 30, 50 plus pounds. And how infuriating is it to work out every single day and not see results? And I feel like with the culture of gym in the United States, all across the globe, and especially when it comes to weight loss, this is a lot of the struggle of these workouts because I do find many people have such great intentions and they're being sold weight loss in these classes, especially as they talk about their goals, oftentimes with like the trainer or the front desk staff like I did. But really, there is a fundamental issue with this because many people and it's not the gym's fault, but they think these workouts are just going to cause their dream body where food is really driving it and exercise is great for sculpting and toning and especially for calorie burn even. But there, there obviously are some issues here. So I first want to talk about some of the benefits and pitfalls for these workouts and kind of what I see work best with my clients. So in terms of these workouts, these can be a fabulous way to get more active. And I think it does depend on where you're at on your journey. If you are brand new to fitness, going into a workout class, having that structured environment, I mean, chef's kiss, like that is what I love. I love being in a class environment, especially when you're getting back into the groove of things. I think it can be so incredibly helpful. That being said, of course, there's no one perfect workout out there. It depends on the person, depends on your personality. It also depends on what you are going to stick to for a long amount of time, but it also depends on what your goals are. So when I see a lot of these workouts, especially OTF and berries in particular, the benefits of those two workouts are definitely because you're getting more active, you're burning more energy. That can be tremendously helpful for helping you get into a deficit naturally. However, when you are not cognizant of calorie burn, you're not cognizant about what actually it takes in these workouts. If you are not giving yourself adequate time off to rest and recover, you know, I see a lot of clients do OTF and very so much where they're constantly doing this intense exercise. They're not focusing on their daily steps outside of that. And they're focusing on so much calorie burn, driving themselves nuts over this calorie burn. And they're not giving their body time to recover, which can really cause stress, inflammation, and honestly, like plateauing eventually because so many of these classes really focus on calorie burn. What happens if you don't burn a lot of calories? Is that a bad workout? No, we know food and your deficit is what's driving weight loss and your maintenance calories are based upon your consistent exercise. So when I have clients who are doing OTF and berries a few days a week, and then some weeks, a lot of times, and their calorie range is constantly adjusting because their maintenance calories, which impact your weight loss calories are oftentimes adjusting because you're constantly switching up this exercise. It can be a really negative thing. Also, if you're focusing so much on 500 calories and OTF or berries, and you're not actually focusing on what it takes to lose weight, which is it's not your calorie burn in your workouts, it's your total daily energy expenditure, it's your maintenance calories, that could be a really big issue and lead you to not seeing that progress on the scale. But what I will especially say about OTF and berries is I think in terms of the fitness scene, obviously, you guys know, I promote strength training so much, and I love it. But cardiovascular fitness is really important. And I will say when I was doing OTF workouts, I was in some of the best shape of my damn life. And I know so many of my clients are in incredible shape, both hotness wise, and health-wise when it comes to their entire body because they incorporate cardio, which cardio can be an amazing tool, especially for 
women who do live a more sedentary lifestyle, they work a lot at a desk, being able to burn a lot of calories in a workout, but more than that, get moving, get active, get off your ass can be incredibly helpful when you're thinking about pursuing a physique goal. Okay, now it's time to bring F45 and CrossFit into the discussion. So F45 is one of those workouts that I feel like is a little bit newer. It's becoming a lot more popular. And I actually really like how it is 45 minutes. You can be extremely effective in a 45-minute class and really get shit done, be really focused, and ultimately achieve your goals. What I like about F45 and one of the benefits of the workouts are I like that they incorporate stations and they're targeting a lot of different muscle groups. And each day of the week, there's a more cardio-focused day, I believe. There's a day that is a little bit more strength-focused. So you're getting a little bit of variety. It definitely is incorporating increasing your heart rate. I mean, the classes are difficult, guys. What I like about F45 too is it's a good middle ground with weightlifting where you are using resistance. They use dumbbells. They have a lot of cool equipment, but it's pretty easy and tangible to use. And I feel like with F45 too, because of the class environment, I don't hear as often of people getting injured. I mean, you can get injured anywhere regardless of form, but I feel like because of the class size, the structure, um, the demonstrations, of course, and the types of equipment they're using, it is really great for a woman who wants to lift a little bit more and focus a little bit more on building muscle and toning up compared to sometimes OTF and berries, where some of those stations with the weightlifting can be cut a little bit more short. And sometimes even the floor stuff is a little bit more cardio focused than it is actually using resistance on your body. One of the downfalls to F45 that also is similar with OTF and berries is because you can come to classes whatever days of the week and obviously being consistent is great because you're not specifically targeting certain areas of your body on certain days, you may miss certain muscle groups that are going to be really important and key to hit on your fitness journey. Now, this is definitely more of a high level thing. When you're first starting off, I would not focus on this, but it is important to consider as you're progressing. And if you're not seeing the progress on your body, as you'd hope, because you're not specifically targeting certain muscles on certain days and hitting them a certain amount of times per week, you may be missing out on optimizing some of those body composition changes that you really hope to have. Okay, guys, let's talk about CrossFit. So I feel like CrossFit obviously fits this episode, fits the theme of the types of classes, but I do think compared to Barry's OTF and F45, CrossFit is kind of in a different category. Now, don't get me wrong. You're going to walk out of a Barry's class and be like, shit, that's, that was hard. Like that was really hard, but I think it's hard in different ways because CrossFit is just a different style workout compared to these other ones. And they do incorporate a lot more heavy lifting and honestly, more experienced lifting into their routines, which I think can be a little bit intimidating, especially if you're not feeling confident. You definitely want to make sure that the trainers that you're working with, because you are doing Olympic lifting, it is intense. Like I personally don't do a lot of Olympic lifting, and I know there is a much larger and more significant risk of injury if you're not careful. Um, however, what I do really like about CrossFit is the fact that they are really pushing progressive overload. They're pushing you, challenging yourself in, of course, a different way, because once again, these other workouts are hard, but when you're adding on a lot more weight, it's going to be a lot easier to see those muscular changes that are so important for toning up. They're not going to make you bulky. They're so important for toning up. And, you know, obviously I think it depends on your fitness level and comfortability and obviously what you enjoy. But I do think that's a huge benefit of CrossFit because women 
have been taught smaller weights that are less heavy are better for toning up. And that's not the case. Actually using heavier weights and progressively challenging yourself is going to be incredibly helpful, especially as you get more fit. That being said, because CrossFit does include very intense style of lifting and the structure of the class, I think people with injuries, past history of injuries, more at risk for injuries, especially when you are brand new to this type of workout environment, I think it can be somewhat intimidating, but I also think sometimes these workouts might not be exactly what some women need. Maybe they need to focus a little bit more on the basics before doing such like an intense class like that. And of course, once again, I do love all of these workouts, but I do think CrossFit can be a little bit intense for some of my clients where, you know, of course I may like something like that, but you have to meet your personality with where it's at, of course. Okay, so thinking about the goal of toning up, shedding body fat, and looking more like sculpted and strong, I would say how often you do these workouts, one is going to depend on where you're coming into your fitness journey, sort of like with calorie tracking versus macro tracking that I talked about last week, ladies. You know, we always want to start with calories, and then we're progressing on, we're focusing on maybe protein next, and maybe we're getting into macros, but we first want to start on calories. That's going to be the foundation, and focusing on calories and balanced meals might be all you need. Maybe you don't need to track your macros, and that's completely okay. And that's why I also think the same thing has to be applied to fitness. When you're thinking about how often you should work out, it really depends on what you're doing now. And we, of course, have to consider lifestyle. Ideally, what I share with clients, especially when they are trying to make sure that they are stimulating their muscle, they are trying to get toned, get fit as they are implementing all of the nutritional principles inside of TSN, I like to say a goal towards three to four days a week of strength training is really going to be awesome. Now, I do think for some people getting around four or five days is really great. However, in a class like OTF, like I can't imagine my clients doing five days of OTF or F45 necessarily. And that's where I think variety is really key. Now, there is no one perfect workout program or programming in general, but when I make that three to four or even four to five day recommendation for working out, that also includes hitting a muscle groups at a certain cadence, at a certain rhythm. So you can make sure that your body is getting everything that it needs. And one of the downfalls in some of these workouts is because of how they're structured, they are structured towards the masses. They are obviously awesome workout programs, but they may not have you hitting. You know, if you want to grow your glutes and in OTF, you're doing cardio, then you're doing a few maybe hip thrusts there with the dumbbell or, you know, squats or whatever. That's not going to be enough to progressively challenge your glutes to get them to where you want them to be. So that's where, you know, doing these classes, maybe two to three days a week, and then having other days, maybe you're working out on your own, or maybe you're just starting off with, okay, I'm doing three days OTF, and then these other days I'm walking, um, maybe because you're not super focused on targeting a certain muscle group, but you're just trying to get more active and ultimately see fat loss and inches loss. There's so many ways you can plan it out, guys. I don't want you to overthink this. I often say three to four days a week for working out in general, especially strength-based exercise with walking and, you know, daily movement in between. I have clients that do three to four days a week at a gym on their own doing a, you know, programming that they have paired with, you know, walking and daily activity and maybe one or two days of cardio, you know, it really depends. And I think it depends on where you're at, but the key with it is being consistent. If you are constantly switching up your workouts every week, I rather you say, Hey, instead of having this expectation, I'm going to do four workouts a week. Hey, I'm actually doing two workouts a week. So really what that means is we are going with two days a week as how we're calculating your maintenance calories. And then we can play around with, okay, if you are working out more this week, what does that look like for your calorie budget and how can you kind of adjust for that? And of course, we can't talk about workouts without talking about how this impacts your calories. So like I said, food first, exercise second, your food 
is going to dictate weight loss and your calorie needs, your body's energy needs, and even your protein needs are dependent on your exercise habits as one of those major components. So put really simply, as you incorporate more exercise, this may change your calorie needs and even your protein needs for weight loss and fat loss. Not only when you are trying to lose weight, your protein needs are higher because you're in a deficit and we want to preserve your lean body mass, which is your muscle mass. But as you do more exercise, you actually do require more protein to keep on that muscle mass. And also for some women brand new to exercise, you can actually lose body fat and build muscle and have a body recomposition all at once, which is so epic. And that also requires a certain amount of protein to really make sure that these muscular changes are happening in the way that you want them to alongside the fat loss that's driven by your calorie intake. That being said though, as you guys are implementing more exercise, it is important to keep in mind your calorie needs will change. If you're going from no exercise to some of my clients are like, oh, I just bought OTF and I'm doing four or five days of training there. Girl, like you're gonna need to adjust your calories and also know during that transitional period of adding in more intense exercise like OTF berries, F45, and especially CrossFit, includes strength training, any class that is intense, any class that is incorporating resistance, and sometimes even very intense cardio where you're really getting your heart rate up and you're sweating a lot, that is going to impact the scale. That's going to impact muscle recovery, and that is going to impact weight fluctuations. So keep that in mind. I always say to clients, one to two weeks, let's see what happens with your weight. Let's see how your appetite's adjusting. Let's give yourself a little bit of time to like get your shit together, get in the rhythm, get in the groove before we are like, oh my God, I'm not seeing progress after incorporating exercise exercise. It's the work up front that you might feel a little bit uncomfortable with, but it's going to be worth it because this exercise is going to help you out when you plan it in strategically. As you're including exercise though, like I said, your calorie needs are going to change because if you're going from no days to four or five days of Orange Theory or Berries Bootcamp, that is drastically going to impact your calorie needs. So we are going to need to adjust for that. Typically what happens inside of the membership or even in one of my coaching programs like 90 Day Fifth Day Body, in the membership, we're going to want to recalculate your calories. So that's where you're going to go and basically tell us what has changed. And it would be a calorie adjustments feature of the program where our dietitians help you determine your calories and just make sure everything in your plan is right. Inside of my group coaching program, that's where we, we do these calculations and we do all of the kind of behind the scenes as many of my clients know. So we'll just be adjusting your plan and we have tons of open communication there because um, we are very involved in your planning and what's going on there. But as you guys are incorporating exercise, you know, if you're going on a little bit of a walk, probably don't need a calorie adjustment. But if you're incorporating one of these workouts, that actually is a big overlooked thing on your journey that we need to make sure that we are. Yes, we want to make sure we're maximizing your progress. We want to see that weight loss. But if you're incorporating a lot of these workouts, it is going to impact your calorie needs. And if you're not adjusting, what happens to many people that I see is they're adding in all these workouts. They're adding in OTF, berries, F45 or CrossFit. And they're not adjusting their calories. So they're actually in a really massive deficit, but then they get so ravenously hungry because they're really trying to push themselves in these classes and it leads to overeating. It leads to not being consistent and obviously seeing the progress that you want because you can't hit your weekly averages. And most importantly, it leads to you getting really fatigued. So you can't keep up with these workouts because food is fuel, food is energy. And if you're not fueling yourself the right way in these workouts, you are not going to be able to survive and being the long game for this. And of course, in addition to calories and maybe protein needs being changed because you're adding in more intense exercise, this, it also is really important to consider recovery. And part of that recovery is hydration. One of the most overlooked things that of course you feel it after your workout is your hydration. Sometimes you can get super thirsty. You can be super winded, of course, and water is important to have as part of your hydration needs. But I will say, especially when you're doing more intense fitness classes, 
adding in more water into your daily routine and your daily nutrition plan is important. Now you get some water through food, but making sure you are having beverages, even things like tea and coffee actually do contribute to your hydration. I don't want them to be your hydration. Obviously water is going to be the best thing in the game. However, um, many things that you have as part of your diet do incorporate water and of course impact your hydration needs. But really focusing on your plain water consumption, as I like to really put it, and how many glasses you're having and always having water with you is going to be really key. Hydrating before your workout, small sips during your workout, and of course, after your workout, making sure you're, you're reestablishing that hydration. It can affect the number on the scale, of course, but it isn't fat gain. And it is so important to make sure you are staying hydrated because it is going to prevent injuries, which is, of course, something we want to avoid in these classes. So you could be, once again, in it for the long game. So moral of the story, of course, I'm a food first kind of girly and what I recommend to all of you guys as a dietitian, but I cannot tell you how amazing it is when your diet, you've built a strong foundation, you're balancing your plate, your meals and rhythm of your eating is just so consistent. And then you add in this exercise, this can expedite your fucking progress, ladies. Like this can be so awesome for you. The gym environment, the community, the relationships you build, the confidence you get from finishing a workout, lifting heavier weights, going farther and faster on the treadmill or on the rower. I mean, this is awesome. Women should be strong. And our goal is not just to lose weight. Our goal is to transform our physique. And that comes through exercise. While of course there is no perfect exercise program. And of course these are small group training, meaning it isn't a hundred percent personalized to your specific body needs. That is okay. I love group fitness. I think it can be a really awesome place for so many women to start and continue on with for their entire life. And ultimately I think it's a really positive environment that is uplifting. It makes you feel as part of a community. And most importantly, it will help you see results. I have so many clients that do these workouts and I love them for it, but we just want to make sure that we're incorporating it strategically into our entire plan and that these workouts are not your entire plan. 